0: Good morning, welcome to the Day Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. Really glad to have each of you listening this morning, or on a podcast, however you're listening. And Jamie, you're here.
1: Yes. Good morning.
0: So we just have a especially cool show today, right?
1: Sure. What is? They're all cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So today we are going to be talking about ten common kitchen layout mistakes Mm -hmm. and how to avoid them.
0: You know, I think of YouTubers, of course, like. Tons of people watching their videos. So yeah. there's a lot of kind of, uh, I don't know, bait in the title of their videos. Yeah. But it's like the five things I will never do again about buying a car or something like that it always gets people's attention. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do any of those things. Yes. So here's. I always are.
1: love how it's like a 30 minute video and you don't get to the five things till the last. Yeah, like two exactly. Minutes. Right.
0: Yep. <laughs> so here's our headliner the 10 Top kitchen mistakes made that you don't want to do. Yes. And how, how to avoid them. How to avoid them. Oh my gosh. We got everything here for Yes. For people listening. Okay. So um, just to get, before we get started, I want everybody to know they can reach us by email info at davefox.com. We love to hear from our listeners. Sometimes they'll have questions or ideas for new shows or just comments on something we talked about. It's always fun to hear from them. Mm hmm. Uh, we invite you to go to our website, stavefox.com. Got tons of information there, photos, you name it. Anything about remodeling. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right into it, Jamie. Oh, there's, we got a couple special things going on this summer. You want to mention?
1: Yeah, I wanted to make sure everyone knew that we are going to be actually at the, um, we're at the Dublin market at Bridge Park, the farmer's market. We have, um, we're one of the sponsors of the market this year, which is really exciting to just kind of get involved in our community. Um, our office is technically in Columbus, but really part of Dublin, um, And so we're getting a little bit more involved in the community and we are sponsoring one of the sponsors for the bridge park dublin farmers market and so we have a booth set up there just to answer any questions talk to people about projects um, show them some of the work that we've done and just be there as a resource so Mm -hmm. if you see us come say hi tell us you you know listen to our radio show and um we have waters there if you want a water <laughs> <There we go. laughs> um i was
0: wondering what's coming you know gonna give everybody like a new car or something i
1: know right that would be fun <laughs> um it's not in my marketing budget Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> but I, we are at the market and we would love for you to come say hi and mm-hmm. um we're gonna at some point during the market have some stuff that you can enter to win and things like that so come find us okay sounds fun yeah
0: all right. Uh, so let's get into this, Jamie. All right. The ten common is it this common mistakes or just
1: Um, you know, I think that they're they're definitely common mistakes. A lot of our kitchen projects that we're doing not only are to enhance the aesthetic of the kitchen mm-hmm. but i would say nine times out of ten it's really the function it's the functionality of the kitchen yeah. is just not working it's for the, the consumer hardest
0: working room in the house it
1: is yeah. it's a, it's definitely a workhorse it's mm-hmm. the heart of the home it's where everybody gathers it serves so many different purposes and when it's not flowing right and it's not functioning well it can really be detrimental to the space regardless yeah. of what it looks like yeah um and then some of it just aesthetically, too, you know, we've talked about feng shui or just why something feels off and you can't put your finger on it, those types of things. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. this kind of dives in deep to some of those mistakes that we see and then how we avoid them moving Sounds forward. good. So. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we starting off talking about functionality, um, the flow and the circulation of a kitchen is crucial. Yeah. You know, everyone talks about that work triangle, um, which for many years was, you know, the Bible. Everyone yeah. lived by it. Yep. Now there's a lot more belief in kind of more zones mm-hmm. in a kitchen being stronger than the triangle or can replace the triangle mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So, you know, if you have something interrupting that triangle, as long as you make a secondary option. So let's say it's the sink. If yeah. The island is between the refrigerator and the sink.
0: Yeah. It's, it's kind of the new generation of the triangle idea. Yes. The idea behind the triangle was don't walk yourself to death in your kitchen. Right. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about because kitchens mm-hmm. aren't that big, right? How yeah. many steps can it be? But it does matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but adding things like a prep sink In the midst Mm -hmm. of that, um, so that you're not too far from a water source is really important. Um, but also just the circulation of the space and having enough room. So a lot of times we'll be in a kitchen that's just too tight. They put the Island too close to Mm -hmm. kind of the workspace Mm -hmm. of the kitchen. Um, and so you really want that to be more four feet. You know, I think technically 36 inches might be the the guideline.
0: No, actually 42 would be the minimum to an Island. Okay, yeah, but forty-eight is a little more.
1: Yeah, a little bit more comfortable. Um, but then also in that same kind of thought process, you don't want it to be too far, right? You know, you want to be able to turn around and set something down exactly. without having to take a step in yeah. between. Um, so a lot of that circulation of the space and being really aware of proper spacing is going to make a huge difference mm-hmm. in how you're, how it flows. You know, if you think about every time you take something out of a refrigerator and want to set it down, if you have to take multiple steps to Mm -hmm. set it down, it's not going to be good functionality. There's no way to do that.
0: You know, when you talk about layout and steps you take to do this and that, I know I can picture a lot of previous clients and projects where we would have uh, the floor plan and renderings showing the kitchen, but people at home, I would walk into their home and They would have tape all over the floor, like imagining where the new cabinets will be just so they can get that sense of, you know, walking distance or can I turn around and put something here and there. And I think the thing that's really improved that now is the virtual reality.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because there you can actually walk in your new kitchen. You Mm -hmm. know, you can't touch a countertop because your hand will go right through it, but you see it there. Yeah. So that really helps in terms of the sense of space and... Yeah, how much walking you would do in your kitchen.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think the virtual reality is... I mean, it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but being able to actually be it's in... It's reality, virtually. It <laughs> is. It, it really is reality. It, every time I do it or put those headsets on, I'm amazed at how real mm-hmm. it feels. Mm-hmm. I even remember when we first got the VR headset, and I think you and Glenn, our CFO, were playing around with it on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you you know the ground's not moving. Yeah, but it is so hard not to fall over. Oh, I
0: know, because I told myself, okay, before I put this headset on, I see the floor here. Yeah, I know it's there. I'm not gonna get swayed by it. Yes, I put the headset up, on. I can't actually stand up. I mean, I had to yeah get down on the floor <laughs> certain times I when know. the roller coaster's like going way over or turning sideways or whatever. It
1: is mind over matter does not work. Uh, VR VR trumps it, but. Um, definitely a cool experience and and helps you kind of plan out your circulation mm-hmm. of the space and kind of walking through things um, but yeah I think the there's definitely a minimum and a maximum space yeah um, and that sweet spot and as
0: designers our designers are trained you know with the size and space that everyone needs to function those are tried and true methods and in dimensions yes uh, so we know it'll work on, the plan on the floor plan but Mm -hmm. the client has to experience it and and uh, that's where the vr comes in
1: yeah i also always think it's really cool process that our designers go through when designing a kitchen for a homeowner and how customized it is they take our designers take inventory of everything that they have and they talk to our clients about how they cook, how they work as, you know, are one of you, the cook or two of you. And they take all of that into account when they're Mm -hmm. designing the kitchen. Is it a kitchen that we're designing for one cook or two cooks, right-handed, left-handed, tall, short? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, do they, are they more predominant bakers and get takeout for dinner (laughs) or Mm -hmm. do they like to cook dinner and never bake? Mm -hmm. All those types of things play into that kitchen design and layout. Yeah. Um, Which I just think is, I just think it's such a neat process to have something that customized to you and the way you live. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But, so yeah, that is circulation. Um, Next up would definitely be not planning around the workflow. So considering how you use the kitchen, kind of what we were just talking about.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's going to happen, as you mentioned, uh, with visits out to the client's home. Mm -hmm. And the interior designer particularly is going to be the one laying out the kitchen and talking about all the guidelines and the things that the client needs to have incorporated in that kitchen. So you are listening to the Dave Fox Remodeling Show. We're going to take a little break and we're going to get right back to the 10 common mistakes in kitchen remodeling. So today, Jamie, we're talking about 10 common mistakes made in kitchen design. Mm -hmm. And in session one, this is session two, Segment two, I guess what you should call it. Yeah. Technically, that's the radio radio term, segment (laughs) two. Um, So in segment one, we were talking about the the layout Mm -hmm. and how it's important to have, obviously, a really good functional layout. The work triangle worked for many, many years, but we've kind of taken the principles behind that and improved upon it. for a more modern workflow where we have zones and making sure that we have all the important things there, the appliances, the sinks, uh, cleanup center, all that kind of stuff. So you're not walking yourself to death in your kitchen. Yes. Okay. So where do we go from there?
1: Yeah. So we left off on, you know, not considering, um, how you use the kitchen Mm -hmm. and that's definitely a big mistake because We all use it slightly differently. I also think everybody kind of has their own personal pet peeves Mm -hmm. um, that you need to accommodate. Some people just...
0: In other words, like, I think the kitchen counters are the perfect spot to set things temporarily that I'll get to sometime. (laughs) My wife does not agree with me on that for some reason. Interesting. I'm not
1: familiar with that. Hmm. (laughs) Um, There's those types of pet peeves. Mm -hmm. But then there's also really like fundamental pet peeves. Some people are very against having a sink in the island. They yeah. don't like it in the island they don't want people to see their dirty dishes um they are adamantly against that um other people don't mind it at all mm-hmm. and they can actually prefer it because they can look out while they're doing dishes mm-hmm. so a lot of it's personal preference um that needs to be taken into account and then again just how you use that space i know you know for us in our home one thing that kind of I wouldn't say drives me crazy, but it's definitely a future project okay. of ours. Our pantry is a great size. Love mm-hmm. it. There is no... But it's big size, so I wish there was counter space in there. Okay. Because right now I get the bread out. I walk it out to the kitchen to take it out, take a couple pieces oh, out, oh, go put yeah. it away. And See? our toaster is in You're
0: the walking yourself to I'm death. I'm walking myself to okay. death. You it's like six that. steps both ways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. But having a counter in the pantry would alleviate all just a simple little area that was a little deeper and could be used as counter space would completely alleviate all of those steps uh, because we happen to keep our toaster in the pantry as well Mm -hmm. so just things like that of knowing or walking through those processes and having kitchen designers that know those types of questions to ask Mm -hmm. of kind of your daily routine you know what you have for breakfast what your kids have for breakfast uh things like that i know you were an adamant smoothie maker Mm -hmm. so when you designed your kitchen you made a whole section, smoothie yep. zone.
0: Smoothie zone. <laughs>
1: yes, uh, which has probably functioned perfectly. Do yeah. you find yourself still making as many smoothies without your smoothie zone in your new home?
0: I'm not, uh, no. It's for a variety of reasons. You yeah. Know, <laughs> buying the farm, there's so many things to do outside and stuff. That yeah. Like, I keep working away at my list so that I can start to do some of the things I just did before, but yeah. I'm getting closer. <laughs>
1: farm life (laughs) it's a busy one um but moving right along another kind of big mistake is it says not measuring appliances but i would say not selecting your appliances first uh would be the mistake you really want to the appliances are a huge factor in a kitchen for Mm -hmm. so many different reasons not only do they work really hard Mm -hmm. um they're very expensive and they're They affect everything else in your kitchen, every other decision. They can be
0: very specialized, too. Yeah,
1: Yeah. absolutely. And so those measurements, you know, are you going to have a 36-inch range? Do you want separate ovens? All of that's going to have to play into the design of the kitchen. Um, Where will your microwave go? Is it going to go in the island? Do you Mm -hmm. want a drawer? Do you want to put it in your pantry? Mm -hmm. All those types of decisions and thoughts, processes really need to happen first. Um, And that can avoid a lot of kind of missteps later on of like, oh, shoot, where I didn't think of an outlet for the microwave or. Yeah. So know. if
0: someone's contemplating a kitchen remodel truly really would do them well to start looking into appliances like right away. Oh, absolutely. Get a feel for what you want to yeah. get. The size of the appliance, like you said, is crucial.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and there's even more decisions with appliances. Do you want them to be panel ready? You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes the, sometimes the cost of that is a little bit of a wash even, you know, if you're going to do a really big, you know, sub zero refrigerator, they're a little less expensive if you buy them panel ready, and then you have to buy the panel, Mm -hmm. but it's almost a wash. So a lot of people are think, you know, right off the bat, Oh, I can't, the panel ready is too expensive, um, or to panel them, but it's really not that that different a lot of the times because it is a cheaper appliance slightly yeah. um but yeah having all those decisions made are just going to be crucial for all those really detailed measurements um if you've ever worked in a kitchen that you know you can tell wasn't kind of planned properly or had a refrigerator too close to a wall mm-hmm. um Boy, does that impact the functionality of the refrigerator. <laughs> so,
0: you open the door and you can't pull the drawers out or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. Or just not even being able to open the door all the way. Yeah. You know, it really, the limitation it puts on the storage and, and how you use that refrigerator. Yeah, placement is huge.
0: of appliances is absolutely super critical. Yes. You've got dishwashers that, where the fronts come down and take space. And yeah. Uh, the refrigerator is really crucial in how the doors open. Mm-hmm. And are they against the wall or are they out in the middle of a run?
1: Yeah, Uh, I remember we stayed at an Airbnb once and the dishwasher was across from the trash pullout. Mm-hmm. it was a trash can pull out oh, yeah but you couldn't have them both you open could
0: literally block the whole aisle way there
1: yeah well you could not have them both open at the same time yeah. and i i don't know about you but when i'm doing dishes i scrape the food in the trash rinse them off and put them in the dishwasher mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it like messed my whole process yeah. up
0: <laughs> definitely That'd be a big no-no uh,
1: yeah so that was a big mistake um, but yes, thinking of all those appliances, how they impact one another, and a, the, the swing of the doors mm-hmm. on all of them is very crucial, uh, for sure. But appliances are a big, tough decision, I think. I,
0: yeah, they take a lot of thought, and especially people that really enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have their thoughts. You know, the induction cooktops now are just... I mean, my wife loves them even more than gas. You really? Know, it used to be gas was the thing. Yeah, I love my
1: gas cooktop. Yeah,
0: and a lot of people do, but the inductions are so quick to respond, and, uh, I mean, they, they're really gaining a lot of ground. So, yeah, how do you like to cook gas, induction? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, doing your research on appliances is very important. We send a lot of clients to Tisdale in mm-hmm. Cincinnati, which is a Wolf Sub-Zero um, showroom and they actually have a lot of it functioning and you can try the appliances. Um, they also have them all there so you can actually see them, which is not the case for a lot of places. Uh, so that's a really great place to go if that's the kind of brand that you're looking at and things like that. But definitely a big decision. Um, lots of big decisions around appliances for sure. Another really crucial, um, thing to consider is lighting placement. Um, This is kind of one of my personal pet peeves, but you will see sometimes you can't put your finger on what's not working or Mm -hmm. what's off. But one thing that sticks out is like pendants over an island, how many there are and their placement Mm -hmm. when they're wrong. It just kind of makes you uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) Like you can't carry on a conversation with somebody across the island because the big pendant, right? And yeah, in right. In front of your face, you can't see. <laughs>
1: or if there's just too many or if they're too low.
0: Distracting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just
1: really distracting. some things just not functioning. I know it was one of the first things we changed in our house. Okay. And uh, the lights were... The, they had two pendants, which was good for the size island that we have, but they were too close together. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like they took that cut the island in thirds oh. and they put them one third in on each side Okay, and it was just way too close together and it drove me crazy. Yep. <laughs> so we, we did have that. Um, we had them moved out a little bit. Yeah.
0: Lighting placement is really crucial and getting it in the right spots. Yes. You know, good task lighting is really something you'd never want to overlook. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of really good task lighting options now. And then of course you're just general lighting is, is important too. And mood lighting. And the island lights, you know, can be kind of mood lighting. You might just have them on and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Yep, so common mistakes in kitchen designs are things that we want to avoid when we spend a lot of money on a kitchen remodel. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, and we're really glad that you're here this morning. And uh, Jamie, you mentioned earlier about the uh, markets or the bridge park hmm Dublin market? Yeah. Yeah. Let's give another little uh, boost on that since yeah. I'm so, sure there's some people listening now that weren't listening.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, today's Sunday. So it was yesterday, um, but they're every Saturday from May through September, and they're from 9 to noon. hmm And it's just a really great market. It's a little bit different than kind of your traditional farmer's market. There's different types of vendors there and shops and flowers and even clothing, books, books. Um, Companies that make wood signs. Um, the we're right across from the uh, the crazy cucumber. I think that's what it's called. Okay. But they're pickles. <laughs> oh. And the line is so long. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Mm, okay. And so we get to sit there and watch the line of the the crazy cucumbers. Oh. And um, I haven't tried them yet, but. The line's always too long. They must be good. (laughs) But they must be very good, because there is always a line. Mm -hmm. Um, But lots of great vendors, lots of small business there, lots of women-owned businesses there. It's just really a fun little community event. And Mm -hmm. people come out, bring your kids, bring your dogs. Um, I go there with my three kids, and they have a blast. They have kids' activities. There's music. There's coffee. I mean, anything you can think of. is just a perfect way to spend a Saturday morning.
0: So. The one thing you would never expect to see there is a remodeling company, but we're there.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know. It was funny. The first couple of times people would be like, are you, are you selling these books? <laughs> like, no, these are just project examples. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just getting involved in the community mm-hmm. and, and you know, we want everyone to know who we are when they see yeah. our sign and we're just there to be a, a resource for anyone that needs. Great. So, yes. Um so kind of back to our our 10 common kitchen layout mistakes, mm-hmm. we, you know we were talking about lighting. And one kind of side point I wanted to make on that is not only the lighting placement, but the light switch placement yeah. is also you know, a really big factor. Are um, the previous homeowners at our home built the home? And you can tell their flow, Of whatever they did in the morning must have been different than ours or how they thought they would flow through the kitchen Hmm. is different than how we do um because i always first thing we do when we come down in the morning is come down and make coffee and i always i don't love a lot of lights on in the house i usually keep all our lights off actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a lot of natural light in our house but i do always like the under cabinet lights on the task lighting and the light switch for the um, under cabinet lighting is over by our cooktop, which is nowhere near where we keep our oh, coffee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I always have to walk all the way around the island, turn that switch on, and then walk all the way back over mm-hmm. to the coffee. And I always wish there was a switch for the under cabinet lighting at yeah. our coffee bar. Yeah, you know, it
0: makes me think about you know, of course, with wiring, you got to get wires in the walls and stuff, and it's really nice to get everything where you want it before you put the drywall on sure but when we're remodeling that is a chance for people because a lot of times you buy a home and it's just wired that way and it's kind of a pain to add another switch or whatever but this is your chance and that's why we have the uh, electrical qc electrical quality control meeting yes where once we get walls opened up and framed up or whatever we're doing you know, we actually walk through that with the client and they can kind of picture where things are at. Well, they can see where things will be and think about that <laughs> workflow so they can help in the place, making sure the placement of those switches is right and the outlets. And sometimes we'll add a couple more switches at those meetings. They'll think, oh, this is the thing just like you're thinking. yeah, well, This is how I will do this. And
1: Yeah, I've been to a couple of those meetings and I think they're just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how the interior designers kind of they will first ahead of time. The project manager will lay out the cabinetry because right. this is before cabinetry goes in, so they'll kind of tape it out so that way you can physically walk through the space. And then the interior designer will put, um, almost like little laminated placements of the light bulbs lights. or the lights or the, the cam lights, lights yeah. on the floor. And you can, it's just so fun, you can just move them around, and it's like a real life video game (laughs) kind of thing. But I think it's such a great meeting. You really start to get excited about your kitchen and about how you're going to use your kitchen, where your coffee maker is going to be, how, you know, you come down in the morning, what's your routine? Okay. I walk here first. Okay. Let's put a light switch there. Mm -hmm. All of that kind of stuff. Um, the shell of your space is there, whether it's a, it might have been an addition. So maybe it's a new space. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's a new opening to the kitchen. Um, whatever the case is you get to really experience how you're going to live in that space and it's a very fun meeting. Um, you think about, do you want any chargers in any of the drawers or on the counters? Where are you going to keep your iPads, or your phones, that sort of stuff? Do you have a Google home? Um, what, you know, all that, do you want dimmers? Do you not all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff? I just think it's a really fun meeting. And the first one where you get to really tangibly, um, live, you know, yeah. in your new kitchen.
0: Yeah, and thinking about how many switches you may want for one light. Yeah. And where they're located. Like the under cabinet lights with your situation yes. it might have been handy to have a switch in both locations. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That would have been a great mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. They did not have an electrical QC, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's my theory. But I did though find I was really excited about this Find They make light bulbs now that you can um, that come with a light switch. And so you can just, the literally the light switch is double-sided tape on the back of it, and you stick the light switch wherever you want it, and it works on the Wireless. light bulbs. Mm. And I love that feature because we don't have ceiling lights in our family room, oh. so we just have lamps. Okay. And I used to walk around and turn them on, and then I got the smart ones that you can say, like, hey, Google, turn on my mm. family room lights. But mm. that was always a really awkward thing to do when we had company. Exactly. Like, hey, Google. Yeah. You know, so having this little wireless light switch it's been very Hmm. i was really excited about this find (laughs) okay uh it's the little things yeah. (laughs) yeah um so some other things that you really want to look out for is wasted space on your kitchen island so if you're if you choose an island uh for the kitchen to accommodate and it's narrow let's say or if it's too deep and you can't reach the center of it to clean um you definitely want to kind of think through the island and how it's going to work, how it's what you're going to use it for. Are you going to use, put bar stools there? Are people going to eat meals there? Or is it just going to be for entertaining? Um, you know, you want to make sure your your island is going to function. A lot of people just want a really big island. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, are you ever going to touch that half of it? <laughs> you know, or is there any functionality mm-hmm. that we I can add? I would definitely
0: find something to put in that half I, of
1: it. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> Now, we also want to, you know, keep an eye out for marital relationships. Hmm. If this becomes a drop zone, (laughs) will you survive?
0: (laughs) Well, islands, you're talking about how they're used. I imagine an island is probably used for more, island counters used to hold more stuff than anything else. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're walking through, you're always carrying something in in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You're sending, of course, your groceries down there to unload them. Yeah. But. I mean I could just think of all the things that that's a drop is a drop zone. You it know is. it's right when you walk in and and you think you just put it here for a second. Mm-hmm. But then somehow you forget to go back and get that thing. Yeah. <laughs> until, until my wife I don't wife. know I'm
1: hearing lots of excuses, Gary. <laughs> well
0: and then I can't find that thing when my wife puts it away. It's <laughs> inevitably gone. moves it. It's
1: yeah, gone. it's gone forever. That's
0: right.
1: <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. But definitely want to plan out your island and make sure the way you're planning it is going to function. Um, you know, that maybe maybe your drop zone is not also where your drop zone is for things coming out of the refrigerator. Yeah. You know, maybe those can be at two different spots or mm-hmm. something like that, or it's not where the counter gets wet from the dish going to the sink to the dishwasher kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, and
0: that drop zone by the refrigerator is really crucial. I mean, yes. just think of all the things. If you're going to pre preparing a meal, you're going to get some condiments out, you're going to get several things out at once and you need a place to set them, otherwise you're walking, you know, each thing you pull out, you have to walk and set it down. So you want to have a good drop zone really close.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So some other things that you want to really keep an eye on is uh, make sure you have adequate space between your sink and your stove. You don't want anything to be too close together. Um, But you also want to make sure that the day-to-day of, you know, cleaning whatever is coming from the stove to the sink Mm -hmm. isn't a hassle either Mm -hmm. so just keeping an eye on those types of things um and again for every decision you're making kind of walk through those steps of what your day-to-day is going to be like
0: yeah yeah the appliance location the amount of counter space by those is really crucial okay jamie we're going to take a break we'll be right back Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Glad to have you tuned in today. This is segment four. So if you happen to miss the previous segments of this killer topic of 10 things you don't want to do wrong in your kitchen design, okay, I kind of reworded that, but got the point across. (laughs) Yes. So you can go to DaveFoxRadio.com and there you can hear the previous part of this broadcast that you missed. Because you were doing something else and you weren't listening to the radio, shame on you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> or let's see, Dave. Well, so Dave Fox Radio, yeah, they can find all of our previously broadcast shows. Mm-hmm. And then
1: DaveFox.com, of course. Yeah. And then also, you know, make sure you follow us on Instagram uh, and Facebook at Dave Fox Design Build. We share a lot of our kind of day to day new project photos on there. We always on. Um, Sunday mornings, let you know what the show is going to be about, um, so you can kind of tune in mm-hmm. to our stories and see what it's going to be about. And I didn't even sure.
0: know we did did that.
1: Well, you're not on Instagram.
0: That's true.
1: We got to get you going. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you there, Gary. But yes, so we always let you know what the show is going to be about and where to listen. There's a link to the podcast right there, so easy peasy. But oh. it's really fun to see kind of the day to day behind our business on there. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's exciting. Yeah.
1: All right. So back to some poor decisions. (laughs) Okay. Um, The positioning. We have to talk
0: about all the poor decisions I've made or.
1: (laughs) Yes. We got this list from all your mistakes. (laughs) No, no. no. Um, But the positioning of the cabinets in your kitchen is really crucial. Um, And also the drawers and again kind of planning out ahead of time. What's going to go in each of those cabinets. Um, how they're going to function together, if you're going to need them open at the same time, mm-hmm. and kind of thinking through that. Um, you know, I think also not only how it functions for you, but if you like to host and you have company a lot, making them feel comfortable to get drinking glasses out of a cabinet or things like that um, can be a nice nice thing to uh, have laid out well enough that anyone that comes in can kind of know where things are hmm. and things like that. So. Keeping, you know, dishes and, and drinking glasses near the refrigerator is always a good idea. Um, having the space um, for your pots and pans near your stove, all that kind of stuff. Just thinking through each of those little pieces and parts and, and how they function together. So um, if you're going to have things in drawers, make sure you don't need the ones stacking on top of each other at the same time. You know, so you're not going back and forth between the two. But just thinking through all that um, and making sure it's all planned out properly and, things.
0: and then really drawers versus doors that's a good thing to think about
1: yeah you know drawers are very functional yeah um and a lot of clients now are switching to keeping their dishes in drawers mm-hmm. down below opposed yeah. to reaching up high Which over their head.
0: really works well. We're doing that in, in our kitchen now. Really? You know, I mean, it's handy. Yeah. Uh, you just pull a drawer out. You're reaching down to pick up a heavy object instead of up high. Mm-hmm. You know, to pick a big dish or yeah. whatever.
1: I think it yeah. makes a lot of they sense. They stack
0: really nice and easily there.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a cook top in this house opposed to we've always had a range. Okay. And underneath that are big drawers. Mm-hmm. And they are my Favorite thing in our kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> to keep our pots and pans, mm-hmm. I keep our pots and pans in one, mm-hmm. and then the other one I keep all of our Tupperware. Yeah. Um, and it is very functional. We've done
0: some kitchens that are literally all drawers. Yeah. Because it is, it's one action to open it. Yes. Instead of two. That's right. Because a, a rollout in a base cabinet, you know, was really popular for mm-hmm. a long time, still yeah. is, but there you've got to open one or two doors mm-hmm. before you can open that rollout.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so there's just a lot to think about. Um, You know, one actually really cool design element I've seen our designers do in a kitchen is, I I might not have the technical terms here, but when the cabinet doors are closed, Mm -hmm. oftentimes there's kind of a bar that goes in between so that there's not a hole between Mm -hmm. the two cabinet doors. And what I've seen our designers do is actually attach that bar to one of the doors instead of it being in the cabinet box. So you can have that whole space for larger platters or getting dishes out without having to put them on one side or the other mm-hmm. which i just think it's really cool
0: yeah you know what <clears throat> on that point so that center divider or cabinet style <clears throat> is uh, on inexpensive like builder grade cabinets you're going to find a bunch of those yeah and it's going to be three inches wide Because the doors are expensive to make. It makes the doors smaller. Yeah. And just inexpensive cabinets, you're going to find a bunch of those center uh, styles. Yeah. Which are a pain because you open the doors and they're in the way. Yeah, 100%. So higher quality cabinets will typically go up to 36 inches wide with no center style. Yeah. And then go to 42 inches, then you're going to have a center style because the cabinet needs more support.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's, I I love that feature functionality. I think it's really smart. Um, so another, you know, kind of mistake to keep an eye out for is not maximizing your vertical space. A lot of people think, oh, well, I'll never be able to reach up there. Um, so they don't utilize the full vertical space of their kitchen. But if you take your cupboards all the way to the ceiling, not only does it visually make your space feel larger and taller, um it's great storage mm-hmm. you know and if you do need to get a step stool out it's still easier than going all the way into a basement yeah, closet or exactly. whatever the other yeah. option would be mm-hmm. um it's still less steps in theory even yeah. if they're up <laughs> yep. um, so that's definitely something we always recommend is really maximizing that vertical um the other mistake people make is that assuming they need a new layout So you don't always need to change the layout of your kitchen. Sometimes even just little tweaks here and there of changing cupboards to drawers Mm -hmm. can increase the functionality of a kitchen. Um, Or maybe, you know, it's if it is something as simple as that trash pullouts across from the dishwasher. Well, that's really just a cabinet. So you're not changing any major layout functionality if you're just changing out the cabinetry, anyways, yeah. um, and you're keeping your appliances where mm-hmm. they are. So, you know, when you're when you go to do a kitchen remodel, and you something's not functioning properly, you don't automatically assume it's the appliance location, because mm-hmm. um, there's definitely other ways to make that functionality work. And when you're keeping your layout of your appliances, that's going to be the most cost-effective way to do a kitchen remodel. Sure. Um, is not completely rearranging everything and mm-hmm. knocking down walls. Yeah, a
0: lot of times in the older kitchen layouts, just to your point, where you really don't have to change the location of major appliances or anything. Yeah. But a lot of times the corners aren't accessi- as accessible as they could be with the yeah. modern accessories that we have for corner cabinets now.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I also think, you know, there was a, a time period, and some people still prefer this, where the seating at an island was at bar height. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen so many kitchens where we just bring that down to counter height and Mm -hmm. the whole kitchen changes, you know, the functionality of the whole kitchen changes because now that's you can pass from one side to another. If you're cleaning up dishes from another room, you can set them there, whereas if it was a bar height, you would have to walk them around Mm -hmm. to where a sink was, things like that. So there's little little elements that can really change the functionality of the space without. Completely changing the the layout, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe it's one appliance that needs to change or it's a prep sink that needs added, but um you don't necessarily, <clears throat> excuse me, need to change everything. Mm-hmm. So, but having a design team that can help you talk through those ideas and solutions is crucial to any kitchen yeah.
0: layout. Yeah, you know, as we mentioned, the kitchen's the hardest working uh, room in the house and really kitchens and bathrooms are both the most complex rooms yeah but a lot of thought does need to go into them and uh everybody has worked in a kitchen or done stuff in the kitchen (laughs) every single person alive and even babies get baths in the big (laughs) in the sink that's right (laughs) so it is a space that really deserves a lot of attention and time and care and i guess that's why um You know research is really good to do Mm -hmm. in kitchens and as we mentioned earlier on checking out appliances how you cook all the new types of appliances the smart appliances there's just so much to look at yeah and spend time if you're thinking about remodeling spend time first on appliances and just do a lot of research and then come to dave fox remodeling and we will put it all together for you yes Thanks for listening, everybody. really appreciate everybody tuning in today. I we'll invite you to go to our website. It's DaveFox.com or reach us by email, info at Dave Fox. We'll be back next Sunday morning.